Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Anchor Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, a.k.a. Farnsworth. Check this out. I need you to hit us up on Twitter at CFF Nation. That will be the Twitter handle. Go ahead and indulge with us, engage us, interact with us, chat with us on all things college football, college fantasy football. That's at CFF Nation. But you know I'm joined by my man, 100 Grand, my right-hand man, my co-host. Yes, oh, what's going on, man? What's happening with my partner, man? Listen, man, we got a lot to get to. We got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. What in the world is going on? But before we get to that, guys, we chaos. want to extend our pla- chaos, man. Chaos. We wanted to extend our platform, open up the doors to a couple guys, man. You've heard us talk about our home league that we've had for 16, 16 years now. So big ones. Yeah. We extended our platform to bring on some guys I call day ones. Mm-hmm. They've been with us all 16 years, and we're going to discuss some college football today. Mainly, we're going to get into this whole coaching thing concerning Lincoln Riley, uh, the best for Lincoln Riley. I'll, right, I'll just right. say that as a precursor. Go ahead and put right. that out there. We wish him the best, but we'll get into the details of that. But until then, uh, we want to talk some college football, and we're going to do it with our buddies. We've yeah. got Jimmy Manharth. Yeah. What's up, Jim Jim? It's about time, guys. About time. He said it's about time. <laughs> We've got Great. Walt Joaquin. How's it going, everybody? What's what? up, man? Man, living the dream. Living the dream. dream. We've got Will I Am, a.k.a. Willie P, a.k.a. William, a.k.a. What's up, Doc? What's up, man? What's up, Farnsworth Owens? Walk, the whole fellas, Jimmy, what's going on, man? Good, good to be here, man. Appreciate it, man. Like I mentioned, the day ones, these guys have been here all 16 years. Mm-hmm. Let's just touch on that for a minute, guys. Talk about your tenure, your experience. A decade and a half. Doesn't even feel like it. Doesn't even seem like it. At all. You guys been here through it all. The transition from CBS to fan tracks. All of, I mean, the league has grown exponentially, not just in as far as participants, but in uh, how we experience the league. And and we're constantly evolving and expanding. I would like to look at it as evolving as the commissioner (laughs) and expanding ways to bring about the best experience of our league, to make it the most competitive. Right. The most enjoyable to keep you guys engaged. That's one of the hard things as a commissioner is keeping people engaged, especially after they take a couple L's, three, four, five <laughs> L's. The interest <laughs> seems to diminish greatly. Oh, my goodness. But Jim Jim, talk to What's us up? about your, your tenure and your experience in the league. You just came, you're fresh off a national championship appearance against Owens, who shouldn't have even been there had I not oh, been playing. <laughs> you like to play yeah. around. So go ahead, Jimmy. 16 years, and you know, I finally I finally get there. And then Owens has to just 
crush me and break my heart. <laughs> you know, I told him, you know, you got to take it easy on us old guys. And he didn't listen. Can't do but, it. But, you know, it, it, it don't seem like 16 years. It, it, it don't seem like we've, we've done it that long. But then you look back through all that we've done over that. You know, once we transitioned to fan tracks, you know, of course, I like it a whole lot better. I, you know, I think we, it just seems like there's just so much more on there than what we had with the last platform. But, you know, looking back at, at some of the earlier years and, and the guys, um, you know, that we've had over the years, you know, I like this league so much better than NFL because, you know, you pay attention. People don't understand. You pay attention to, to guys that, a lot of people normally won't, you know, so when mm-hmm. they hit the league and they're doing good, you know, mm-hmm. we know who they are. Right. We, we, you know, we know what they've done, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because we, you know, there's a good chance we've either had them on our team or within the league. I mean, if they're that good, you know, somebody's had them on the, in the league. You paid attention to their right. production. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I mean, even if they're not our guy, I mean, we see how good they are on, on the guys that we're playing every week. Right. I mean, you don't have to pay attention to each other's stats and what what their guys are doing, you know, to try to uh, get ready to play each other. So, you know, we're paying attention to a lot more than just our guys. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that makes it fun. Oh, yeah. But, you know, for 16 years, of course, I, you know, I guess it don't seem like that long for me because I stink every year, but – <laughs> no, you've had your moments, man. You've had some good teams here and there, man, where you well, really I mean, made some noise. Just... I've had some decent teams. I mean, a lot of good players. A lot of a lot of times I should have done better, just just didn't have my head in it, just didn't didn't make the right moves. I mean, you know, there's a lot of times that you know we could have won that game, but you know what? Did we really take the time to to really dig into it and right. you know be able to put those guys in there that would have made the difference right you know excellent analysis jim that's an excellent analysis that is cff 101 right there man yeah it's just well, and, I, yeah. and i learned a lot about that this year i mean you know it just i don't i did it just seemed like i paid a lot closer attention you did learned a lot as far as winning cures all <laughs> <laughs> learned, learned a lot of, i learned a lot this year about you know really coaching you know you know it don't really matter you can't pick your favorite player you can't pick your favorite team you know you got to pick the guys that is going to score for you it don't matter how their team is doing right. i mean they think to stink but if they're putting up those numbers that's all that matters jimmy i used to i used to say you was the worst coach in the league man i honestly did <laughs> i am and i used to I fight no 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 jim i would i would fight for you always bring the whole call I did, man. Home, I would advocate hard for Jim. I'm like, no, he's not. And I'm like, no, he is, man. He's going <laughs> to find a way to lose. I'm telling you. He's going to find a way to lose. I'm, and I, I did, man. But listen, this year, yeah. man, I can tell you like this. This year, man, Jimmy was one of the best coaches in the league, man. Hands down. This guy was in it, man. He was pe- picking the defenses, the right the right defenses every week. I mean, he was, he was adjusting his players man he, he recruiting right I'm, I'm like man listen he beat me in the regular season I is no way possible man I could not let him win a championship I would <laughs> never listen we would never stop hearing it 
if what? I had let him win that championship. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is you know, true. But, but Marlon, it's wow. You know, it's um, I don't, I don't know. It just it's I know winning winning does cure all, um, mm-hmm. but I mean. It just it, it makes it a lot funner. I know a lot that funner. Yep. You know, <laughs> I, used to, I used to tease I used to tease with myself about you know, am I going to jinx this player this week because I know if I put him in my starting lineup, he's going to stink. Like every week, jinxing them. You know, I'm putting them in there, and they're going to have the worst day of their career. Oh, no, man. no, I think I think you've already hit the nail on the head. You were paying more attention this year. Yeah. There was more attention to detail right. this year, and it showed up in the results. Yes, yeah, one of the best records in the league. Um, number two scoring team in the league, in the league barely yeah, scoring points, and I mean, like nobody's business, man. Yes, and I yes. think it's because you really took the time to pay attention. To what was going on, which I mean, Owens just got through giving y'all a bunch of uh in league lingo, such as recruiting and coaching. What we mean by that is when we say recruiting, we're talking about player evaluation, we're talking about roster management, right? That's what we mean by recruiting. When we're talking about coaching, we're talking about uh decision making, right? Just just roster management, starting lineup, uh start and sit, which is what we do every week. Mm-hmm. That's part of quote unquote coaching. That's coaching. league lingo. So <laughs> people out there listening, like, what in the world is he talking about coaching? This is fantasy football. What is <laughs> right. he coaching? <laughs> he coaching, Doc. He coaching. Let him coach now. Let's league lingo. So when we say coaching, it def- it, it simply boils down to decision making. Right. And when we say recruiting, mm-hmm. it's player evaluation, roster management, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Joaquin, bro, sixteen years, man. Sixteen years, a decade and a half, man. You've had a couple championship appearances yourself. I have. It's obviously this year was a down year. I, th- I think I was overthinking a lot of things this year. Uh, most yeah, of my players the, didn't you show up. The, you went to the toilet bowl for the first time. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, oh, you, oh, you never, oh, you never, oh, we could have done without that. We could have done without <laughs> that. Game, you, oh, you've <laughs> never <laughs> occupied. Hey, but I want it. I want it, though. <laughs> yeah, he had toilet bowl champ. Yes, he <laughs> is. At least I didn't lose. <laughs> it's you know, the toilet bowl presented by Starman, by the way. Jimmy used to, oh. Jimmy used to rule that toilet bowl. I did. Jimmy no, not not this year, buddy. I took care of it. I, I actually <laughs> won that game. Don't worry. I took care of it. <laughs> he did. Won't be there next year, but I took care of it this year. Oh, okay. Oh, it's good. No, nah, man, it's be been a great. It's been a lot of fun being in this league. Uh, when Willie approached me and asked me to play, I was like, uh, college? I don't know. There's a lot of college teams. Man, I tell you what, it has been a blast. Yeah. I mean, you have to pay attention to Wyoming, Appalachian State, Northern right. Illinois. I mean, hey, all these different other- teams. Come on. Right. And Basically, you're just trying to find the right player to play at the right time for you. And it's out, and out there, it's evaluating, it's scouting. You're looking for that freshman, that diamond in the rough. Yes. And there are a bunch of them, a ton. Talk to and, me, Walt. Talk to me. And I'm telling you, you just got to find them right at that, that, that right spot when they come in to play, score. 
you think you've got a great uh, matchup. You're like, oh, I'm playing this receiver against this team. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, it doesn't happen. But, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I probably picked up and dropped more players this year than I probably have in a long time. <laughs> and my boy Jimmy reminded me about that uh, $100 or that 100-point performance by Isaiah Likely. He's like, man, I don't know who the coach is there, but he should be shooting himself. <laughs> That had to hurt. Did you? Hey, I don't remember. Did you win that week or did you lose? Oh, buffed. I think I ended up winning that game, but I wasn't on my big time. Doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't hurt as bad, but still, seventy-eight points left on the board. Oh my goodness! Yeah, by by a tight end, nonetheless. On the bench. Wow. On the bench. So when he said that, I. Say anything, and then he calls me out on the on our little thread. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jimmy. Unbeknownst to him, though, he has no idea who had it. Yeah, that's Jimmy. But it's, I tell you what, this is a lot of fun. I've made a lot of good. I've met a lot of great people. I've built some relationships up with y'all. It's been it's been a it's been a blast, and I love I love whenever uh, it starts. And actually, it probably starts January one. You're already looking about who's going who's going where, who's getting recruited, who's going to what uh, college, and your mind is already. If you're like me, you've got a notebook. You're already writing down names, who they're going to, who's who's projected, and just kind of things like that. So it's almost kind of built in to that whole college football connection. Once you realize how to work it and, and how to manipulate and maneuver through the different nuances of college fantasy football, it's kind of built into if you pay attention to recruiting, mm-hmm. that's a part of it. Right. You're gonna pay yeah, you're going to pay attention to uh, now the transfer portal. Right? Yep. That's a part of it. So mm-hmm. it's almost like it's, it's a built-in feature for uh, college football. Now, because again, like you said, in January, February, you're kind of looking at all of these different moving parts, all of these moving parts, kind of paying attention, uh, paying attention to what's going on, keeping your ear to the ground concerning uh, the connections and the disconnections and the coaching carousel and all this type of, I mean, it's just part of it. It is. I mean, you're not doing anything extra, really. What you have to do is you have to just extend your attention kind of over for a specific reason, and that is to make sure make sure you are privy to the movement of the offensive talent, more so privy to the movement of the offensive talent. Right. Defense is great. I only pay attention to that more so when it comes to OU. But the offensive side of the football, I'm looking at all of it. Right. Yeah. right. I'm looking at You're, all of it. I'm in different league. You know, Listen, every coordinator, you've got to know the offensive coordinators because you got to know systems. You got to know systems. Tendencies. Yes. You know all of that stuff. Yes. And, so, and, and, and of course, when we say offense, we mean skill position. Right. Uh, every now and again, I look in the offensive line, especially if I'm scouting a running back That's for that important. team because that matters. Yes, it does. It matters. I mean, you look at Eric Gray. Eric Gray was a stud at Tennessee. For some odd reason, the offensive line scheme at OU just does not fit his style of running. Right. As no, we well we as have a reason for that. Like. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. it's it's more so uh it's 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 more so accommodating to Kennedy Brooks his his slow let everything develop kind of yep. ma- you know let the blocks let, let his blockers 
set everything yes. up for him. Patient runner, very patient. Right, Derek hits the spot, goes fast. Right, it a it accompanies Kennedy Brooks' style more than Eric Gray. He's Eric Gray's a jackrabbit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. he does not let those things. I mean, he he's gone, mm-hmm. and he's and sometimes he outruns the scheme, mm-hmm. and he gets in trouble. Ill will, Doc. What's happening? Sixteen years, bro. Man, been a minute, man. <laughs> you, my man, sir, Owens, man. You've got a national championship under your belt. I, I got, I got one of them. I got you one got of them. That year. Oh just, that's gosh. all you need in our league <laughs> is to get hot at the right time. At the right time, this you, guy got hot, man. He went on a win streak, man, like nobody, like nobody's business. Y'all started jabbing really quick the entire time. <laughs> Oh, Walt, do you remember he had the press conference? Yeah, he, oh, yes, he, he, held his, he held his own press conference. Yes, he, he had did. his own press conference. Oh, you guys. Um, he had a post-game interview and everything. Post-game and everything, yeah. man. Oh, had to, <laughs> that was a monumentous occasion, man. It had to be celebrated big, you know what I mean? Because I had some pretty – I had record-wise and category, I've had some, pre, I've had some decent squads, Hold man. On. Hold on. I gotta say this. I have to mention this. Uh-huh. Okay, that was the greatest turnaround we've ever seen in sixteen years. Only if you remember, I believe you were zero and ten. Zero and ten. Zero and ten the year before. Zero yes, and ten. Yeah. Yeah. Over. Not a single game. Around. Turn it this dude around. thought about retiring. <laughs> Firing coaches. Firing yeah, coaches. Yeah. Uh, yes, offensive was. coordinator. None of them made it that year. <laughs> man. We changed the host. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, man, that's I'm all right. Hard look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. That uh, I, that was that was a pretty rough one, man. But I like I said I had some pretty solid teams through the years, man. But that that one obviously uh is the feather in my hat that I'm going to keep holding until we write this ship. So hang tight with me. Uh, oh, and stay there. Don't say nothing. Keep it moving. All next right, next right. spot. I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to stay right, right there. You like, you like that one. That's your highlight. You're going to stay right let's, there. Let's, just let me live in that moment right there, man. Let me live, okay? <laughs> 16 years, bro. Yeah, this man. Since day one. You're part of the day one crew. One of our guys, again, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this uh, at the beginning. We've got another guy who's been here since day one. He's not here. I think I mentioned it. No, it ain't going to hurt to mention it again. But he's Yeah, mention here. it again. Uh, yeah, shout out to AD, man. He's been there since he's, he's another AD. day one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ill will 16 years, bro. That's 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 a long time, man. I You know, you know we also – we've done a lot of fantasy through the years, man. So – uh, I, I would dare to even say it's been longer than that, just in terms of how long we've been at this, man. But 16 years is a long time, man. Uh, a lot of things have happened during those times, man. Good good stuff, man. I've enjoyed every minute of it, bro. So, Yeah, we always get on you. <laughs> yes, we do. Hey, man, set your lineup, man. Set your lineup. Fix your stuff, man. Hey, listen. in the game on a bye week, man. <laughs> you got hurt guys in the game. Fix your stuff. Fix your stuff, Will. Man. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, we, we, I'm this guy didn't even week. have a roster put in one time. Man. <laughs> man. I'll hit him. Man, I'll hit him. Hey, man, your lineup stink. I, I know that. I know. <laughs> 
It's been it's been it's been a it's yeah, been a rough one. <laughs> I know, right? Whole squad <laughs> that one year everybody grad uh you know after I think it was, was it the first year we did the dynasty where you know I had uh all the players in black still ready to go for for the next season, but yeah, they'd already trying left. He's trying to play him. They graduated graduated and went to the league. The whole nine yards, man. Y'all work with me, Doc. Twenty seventeen. Allen on your squad for like two years. Sure did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I had a couple of people on my team that was uh probably graduated about two or three years ago. Yeah, Leon Allen was one of them. I see. Man, him. I love that guy. I didn't want to let him go. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> that guy working at Walmart, man. You still got him on your oh, team. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, that dude was averaging about twenty points a game. I didn't want to let him go. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, Come on back. <laughs> we've had some. We've definitely had some times over these sixteen years, man. Definitely had some times over these sixteen years. But it's been a wonderful journey. So I want to give it up to our day one. Give it up to those guys sticking out, sticking it out through thick and thin. Right, right, right. I mean, through all the L's, all the losses. Because normally when people get beat down. <laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? They tend to quit. They tend to bail. Uh, all right, Lincoln Riley. You know, so oh. just to show some love to our guys, man. Sixteen Definitely. years, man. Definitely. That's a long freaking time. So I'll just recap a couple games. Go ahead, Jim. You want to say something? I said some of us like to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Take pleasure in suffering. <laughs> oh boy. Let's recap a couple games, man. Let's go ahead and get into some actual college football content. That was fun, though. Ohio right, State, yeah, Michigan, yeah. guys. This game, a lot on the line. Jim Harbaugh has this huge gorilla on his back coming in into this game. He's getting ruled pretty much by Ohio State as the team. Because Urban Meyer did his thing and left. Mm-hmm. Ryan mm-hmm. Day pretty much grabs the baton from Urban Meyer and continues to beat the brakes off of Jim Harbaugh week in, week out. Mm-hmm. But this year, guys, the stigma dies at the big house. The stigma that, that Jim Harbaugh cannot beat Ohio State. It dies at the big house, man. Michigan came out and looked more hungry. They looked like they – Played with a uh, with with more urgency. I'll give it up to Ohio State. They did fight back. Uh, they put pressure on Michigan late mm-hmm. because they kept cutting into Michigan's lead. Right. But Michigan again not moved by the pressure. They seized the moment. They slay the giant. They pretty much control the flow of the game. They control the pace. Every time Ohio State would want to pick up the pace and score. Michigan would get the ball and go right back to what they were doing. Grinding. Grinding. Grinding Grinding the ball. With a Don Haskins. Smash mouth football. Smash mouth. And it paid off. Yes, it did. Guys, what do you think about this game? I think the elements were in favor of Michigan, especially for that running attack. I agree. I mean, it's cold. It's snowy. And... Mm -hmm. I mean, they had a chip on their shoulder. They pounded the ball. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, you know, 
They would throw the ball, find a first down, or get at least six, seven yards, and that's all Haskin needs is to get a couple of, you know, especially with that offensive line, he was able to pound it away. And I thought their defensive line did a really great job of keeping Trayvon uh, Henderson wrapped up. I mean, he may have gotten a touchdown, or I think he got one touchdown. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they kept him under 100 yards. Matter of fact, I think he only went for 80. Yeah, they did keep him under wraps. Tony, I think think you're right, though, as far as – and you could tell they were hungrier. Um, You know, this is the most – that that Michigan's had on the line in a long time. Uh They they knew it. You know, they they needed to seize the opportunity. But – and they just came out with so much more energy, man. They, you could just tell they were just, they were ready. I, I'm not, I've never been a Harbaugh fan. Can't stand the guy, but man, his team was there. They were hungry. Yeah. They came out fired up, ready to go. Absolutely. Travion stats, by the way, 17 for 74. That was close. Right. He had a, he had a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown, but they did, okay. they did, uh, kind of do what they needed to do as far as limiting his impact on the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Owens, what you think, man? Man, <clears throat> it was just Harbaugh's time, man. Um I I I can't say Michigan has the better team. I can't say that. Um I can't say I don't, I, think, I, I don't think anyone I, would say that. I no. can't yeah, I can't say that. I can't say uh like Joaquin was talking about, man, the elements were in their favor because they were they were going to stick to the ground game. It's going to kind of going to smash Matthew, um, and and that was the game plan, which is what they've been doing all season. I mean, to everybody, just like we, you know, Haskins and Corm. Let's just get it. You know what I mean? Y'all gonna get a y'all gonna get a handful of these two guys right here, man. Um, it was mainly Haskins uh, this past weekend, but yeah, man, watching. Watching that first touchdown, the way that he scored, I I knew. I said, "Man, Ohio State is going to be hard for them to stop this running game." I see it already, just from that that first touchdown run. I said, "Man, it's going to be a long day for Ohio State." I mean, you could they feel were, the energy in the crowd and everything going on right at that time. Yeah, you could yeah. tell that it was just it was Michigan's time. You could yeah. feel it. They were sprinkling in the freshmen here and there, uh, Donovan Edwards. But yes. it was it was Haskins, and you saw, you saw the mentality and the intentionality on that first drive with Haskins. He comes, yeah. I mean, the first few plays he's ripping off runs, right, left and right, and they yeah. made it look easy. They they pretty much hit Ohio State in the mouth, yep, and pretty much established a tone, a real physical tone, mm-hmm. and it just that tone just reverberated throughout the day. Ill will, what you think, man? Yeah, man. Uh, great game. Like, I think everything that everybody said, man, is spot on. Michigan definitely wanted that. You can definitely sense uh, it was time for, for, for that monkey to come off old fella back, man. So uh, that, that was a great game. Haskins, obviously, is the standout. What he, like, five or four or five touchdowns or something like that? Five. Five. Five touchdowns. So, uh, man, just the, the big game. Big game. They showed up ready to play, man. And that's without their second leading back being 100%. Corum showed Corum. he had spurts, but he mm. with that bum ankle, he just couldn't break away like he normally does. Right. That's absolutely true. That's a, yeah. that, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the elements, but what if that guy was healthy? Because he uh-huh. is their game breaker. Yeah, because yep. that one run he had, he couldn't – He that was a touchdown. If he was healthy, 
That was about, that was about a 60, 70 yard touchdown run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Ended up yeah. getting 49 out of it, but it's, it, right. it's been healthy. It's it's gone. He's to oh, the yeah, house. Oh, yeah. He's to the house. Definitely. Guys, this other game we're going to touch on. There's plenty of other ones we can touch on, but I want to touch on this one. Auburn unable to keep the Crimson Tide in check. I couldn't seal the deal. The proverbial monkey off of their backs. It really doesn't apply here because right. Auburn has tasted victory against Alabama recently. So this mm-hmm. is not something that they're needing to do to get their money the, the monkey off their back. They've beat Alabama again recently, so they've frequented that lane more times than Michigan versus Ohio State, no doubt. But the aura of the GOAT, mm-hmm. the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. Nick Saban, it seemed to reign supreme in terms of the weight of the game because his presence on the opposing sideline, it seemed to outweigh the moment and Auburn could not – for whatever reason, seize that moment as Michigan did. So they let the perception of Superman, the greatest of all time, steal their moment to be great. Mm. They just they didn't play down the stretch like a team that was convinced that they could beat Alabama that night. Started out that way. But again, that pressure sits on you. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? You got it right where they want. I mean, you got it right where you want them. You got it right where you want them. Are you going to do it? They let that thing go. Owens, what you think, man? Now, am I not? Am I mistaken, man? Did they not change their defense late in the game? They I went think, to a man late in the game, I believe. I think you're right, and they start getting burnt. And they start getting burnt, and I'm and I'm asking myself why. Y'all stop doing what's working. It don't make sense. Like Alabama had what was it? Was it was it seven points or three points in late in the game? Three points it? by they the eight minute mark three. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they didn't score yeah. into the fourth quarter. Three points. It was, it was a shutout for three and some change. Yes, yep. three points late, and it was about to the clock was about to run. All Tank had to do was fall on his butt in his ball game. You know what I mean? It's like, man, you can't you can't trip yourself, bro. I mean, man. Yeah. Where's that was touch monster when you need where's it? Where's that touch? <laughs> yes. But um, I'm my, 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 like mind-blowing, man. Mind-boggling, man. It's like, why would you change your defense when it was working? I just don't understand with the man and got ate up. I, <laughs> I That's what they it. talked about the entire game is uh, the aura. They're, Auburn's not in that position a lot. Alabama is, so they're able to 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 in crunch time uh, pull themselves together and go look for a win. Auburn's not. If you look at some of their games this past year, they've lost a lot in the second half. That's true. That's um, I think point. they've lost three or four games in the second half. So That's- when it comes to crunch time, they seem to kind of fold a little bit. And you're right about Tank's, uh, Tank. He should have gotten down. I can't believe. I mean, that I guarantee you. Not falling down and not wasting another 40 seconds is going to haunt him a little bit because right. take that 40 seconds out, Alabama Game doesn't over. have the time to go down and score. Right. Yeah, because they ended up scoring that touchdown, I think, under a minute left yep. in the game. Maybe 30-something seconds left or so. Jim, you got anything to add? Well, this is I no- think the big thing, I mean, like, 
Alabama was 71 rushing yards. How many how many times are you going to hold Alabama to 71 rushing yards? I know. I know. Like I said, they didn't I mean, seize the moment to be great. Right. I mean, you, they, they squandered so much there that, I mean, they it, it's so frustrating when you watch them play a game like that and, and to, to be able to hold Alabama down for anybody to do that. And then, like, you know, like Marlon's saying, you know, change up your defense and go into man late in the game. It's like you're playing prevent defense. And, and with us from Oklahoma, we've seen that so many years. That, man, that defense just don't work. I mean, why do yeah. you change and let somebody off the hook like that? You're trying not to lose instead of playing. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you're Jimmy, you're right on the ball. They had a they had a lot of elements there that think they lost their number one wide receiver to targeting. Mm. And then yeah, they lost the Brian team. Robinson to uh, injury. So here comes Trey Sanders. Right. And I believe they lost someone else. Uh, like in the in the on the D line, so they had everything in front of them to, to win and take those advantages, and they didn't. They they just they squandered it, and, and you're yep. right again. If, if he just if he just sits down, I mean, and and don't go out of bounds, I mean that that just changes the whole complexion of, of the last little bit of that game. Hundred percent. I mean, and I was I got I I turned away from the TV for just a second and. And I'm like, Alabama only had three three timeouts or two timeouts. How did they get the ball stopped three times? I didn't realize he had went out of bounds until, <laughs> until it was too late. I'm like, man, that that was their mistake. I mean, that that cost them right there. And that was a major mistake. Started. Great I mean, mistake. They Great mistake. Alabama. They they, will? they let it go. Ill will. You want to add? Opportunity missed, man. Y'all y'all touched on all of it. Opportunity missed. Uh, that was a game. That uh, Auburn, they 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 did everything they needed to do to win up until you know the very end there. Uh, uh, but they did you know to hold Alabama almost the entire game. You know, like that's an explosive offense. You know, uh, offense that can take off at any moment. But to hold them like that was, was just the moment, the opportunity they missed. Man, they used like you said they don't get those opportunities much. They don't litter Alabama can recover from those moments. Obviously, as you see in overtime, you know, having the poise to uh, even when scored on and, you know, to come back and, 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 you know, give a response, you know, and to ultimately win. So uh, opportunity missed. Absolutely. Man, Alabama had that steak and potatoes, man, and green beans and all that stuff, man, on the, on the platter. And just hand yeah. it to them. You know, I would yeah. slap that sucker out their out they hand. Don't <laughs> I don't want just it. Slap it down to the ground, man. We don't want yeah. it. We don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that. Oh, man. Guys, uh, again, there's a lot of games that we could preview, but for time's sake, we'll move along because there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot more we we want to get to, but before the championship week preview, the St. Alabama Crimson Tide team is facing this Georgia defense that is otherworldly this year, and they've getting uh they get them this week in championship week. I don't think they make it. I think they take another L and they're out of the playoff Me picture. Too. What do you guys Me think, too. Jim? What you think? I I, I can't see man as as consistent as Georgia's been. The entire mm-hmm. year, they they just they really haven't showed a weakness. Um, 
I mean, you know, I'm not a real big fan of Stetson Bennett, but he just keeps getting it done every week. Um, Man, I I just – I don't see Alabama doing it. I I mean, I think Georgia's going to take them. They're going to run with it. I mean, they're going to – I think – I don't think they're going to do what Auburn did. I think they're going to seize the opportunity, seize the moment, and lock it down. They're hungry. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're – they know it's there for the taking. And I I don't – I don't see them. I don't see a letdown in Auburn or in uh, Georgia that's going to, they're going to let Alabama in it. I just don't see it. What do you guys think the, uh, what do you guys set over and under for Alabama's uh, score? I mean, I think, I think, it's a- I, think I think they're lucky if they hit 17. Who? Oh, Who? Oh, we. I like it. I was going to go 21, but, yeah, <laughs> it's not much difference. But... 24-17, <laughs> Bama. So... I got 35-21. You got Bama beating Georgia? Got Bama beating no, no, Georgia? no, no. I got, Whoa, I got really? Georgia beating Alabama. I'm, 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 I'm going to call an upset. Really Dude, you got Bama 11 NFL wow. defensive players on Georgia's uh, D. They're going to beat some – they're going to beat some heads in. <laughs> Man, no, they saying. they're strong now. I got them on, you know. I got them, so I've been rocking with them for several years. Um, Georgia defense, yeah. I think Georgia's they're pulling defense. out this time. I think they're tired of Alabama. Tired of you, tired think, of Big Brother. This is their year. Let me I tell y'all they, something. I think they beat the brakes off of Alabama. Let me tell y'all something. It's Georgia has this mentality that they can't be beat. They had this well, mentality. Yeah. They had yeah. this, like they call the dog Georgia Bulldogs, and that's how they play dog. There's uh-huh. some dogs out there. Yeah. They don't want you to run on them. They don't want you to get no rushing yards. They don't want you to get no passing yards. They don't want you to score no points. I mean, that's just their mentality. If you they mad if you get a field goal. Them boys, uh-huh. just, I mean, that's that their mentality, man. So when they go out and they play, it's like, bro, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be tough. And and yards is gonna be hard to come by. You think you think Alabama struggled with Auburn, Bruh. What's Auburn's defense rank? They got beat by a And M. Yeah, and you gotta face this the number number one don't defense forget, in the country. Don't forget struggling with LSU. Right. And yeah, they did. You know, I I I, I just always liking Alabama Auburn Oklahoma OU OSU man. I mean, it don't. When it come to Bedlam, what about A and M and LSU? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that is that yeah. Iowa State K State? <laughs> <laughs> come on, Will. What you got? What you got? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I tell you I... what. I heard. I heard a little clip. Somebody leaked. A, I don't know if it was a halftime speech or pregame speech of Kirby Smart. I think it was the Florida game. And what I heard, I think they're going to listen. Just what I heard, I heard his mentality. I think they're going to beat the brakes off of Alabama. I'm telling you. The brakes off of them, yeah. Because the way he was talking about Florida. You know how coaches come to the podium and they're calm, cool, they're collected, and they're cordial, and they're polite, and they're, Dude, he you know was what mad, I mean? he? Man, he was yeah. pissed. Yeah. And what he was saying 
he was talking like the players talk. I want you to picture that. He was talking like the players talk in that he was saying things like, yeah, they're talking all this noise. I want to go out here. He said, don't say nothing to him. <laughs> don't say nothing to him. And I think he said something along the lines of, you know, they're going to be screaming like some bees. <laughs> some female dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. They're going to come out. They're going to come out hungry. They're going to come out focused, and they're going to come out with a freaking hunger like nothing else. They're going to come out. They're going to come after Alabama. I mean, they do that every game. This is this. They do that every game. It's just going to be that much more extra motivation, right? right, Yeah, for this game, it's just oh my gosh, man. Too much on the line. They're ready to go. Beat the brakes off. Definitely a lot on the line, man. Definitely a lot on the line. I I just. I look at a saving team, man. It's you, you obviously you just can't count them out. I, I'm I'm with you. Georgia has shown nothing less than like like you said, other world. I mean, I just, uh, saving. First time I don't I know, see man. Kinks in Alabama, other than what is it, the 2012 2013 season? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's y'all a lot on the line in this other game. I mean, guys. can you say kinks or ten and one or whatever it is, but eleven and one, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some there's, flaws. There's a lot on the line in this other game. Mm-hmm. OSU and Baylor, you mm-hmm. get a rematch. You get the whole – it's hard to be the same team twice. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot on the line for OSU. They're staring at a, I believe, a playoff bid. I believe yes. a seat at the, a seat yes. at the playoff table Yes, if they, if they win this game. And that's crazy to say about – OSU because usually we're talking OSU in their offense. Right. It's been their defense, defense all season that has carried them. 100%. Ill Will, who you got in this game, man? I'm sorry. I and for the uh OSU Baylor. Yeah. yeah. I would like to say OSU just because, you know, I like to, but I think Baylor runs runs away with it. What the runs world? Away? Wow. Yeah, I think Dude, I think Baylor runs away with it. Predictions, bro. Yeah, I think, I think, I think they experience. run away with it. And <laughs> <laughs> them beans got to your head. You know, lost your you know, lost your top, Willie. You know, lost your top. He's going for again. What'd you say, Jim? He's going for zero and ten again. Man, that, I know, yeah, right? <laughs> that veggie burger got your lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the veggie burger. Is it the veggie burger? The veggie burger's got you thinking all sorts of things. Oh, <laughs> vegan <man>. burger, huh? Doc, <laughs> oh. that veggie burger was good. Everybody I needs bet, to get on that, I okay? It must have some things yeah. in it because you got you thinking, talking weird over yeah, here. That messed your mind up. <laughs> no, man. Oh, no, man. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a good game, man. I just, I'm just – I think – I think it's Baylor's man. Um, so, so they don't even have Bohannon playing, do so, they? So do you think it's think gonna so. be? Do you think it's gonna be uh, Baylor just beating them, or you think OSU uh, gonna give in to the pressure? You think they can well, handle I, the pressure? I don't. I don't think they're gonna be able to handle the pressure. Okay. Um, so, like, I can see. I that. mean, I. Oh, that like I said, that that Bellum game. Bellum is just a different game, man. So those, I think they come out um, 
differently than they would. I don't think they're going to be able to like this is for, you you got college playoff on on the line for OSU, man. I agree. The pressure, I, but it, the, I mean, neither one of them has been in this place before. Neither so, one of them. I, I mean, just think um, uh, who's going to who's going to be able to handle the pressure the most, Baylor think, or OSU? Not to mention I Baylor. About, I think's um, not going to have Bohannon, are they? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I hadn't. I he didn't play was, this past week. I think it was a. I, it was a five, six, seven years ago. Iowa State was sitting at number two. That was Iowa State. That and Iowa out. State uh, uh, unranked. They was horrible, and all they had to do was win that game. All they had to yeah. do was win, and they would have been in the championship game, and they lost. So they gave that that pressure. Bust they pipes. Pressure so bust can, pipes, Doc. Whoa, I I, can, I I see you, Willie. I see you. I tell I you what. You. They do have a quarterback that accommodates a, a letdown. Yes, they yeah. do. Sanders. Yes, they Sam, do. Yeah, yes, I mean, I mean, because you know he looked Jim. As much as I hate to say it, because you know I'm no OSU fan, but I just I can't see Baylor. I can't see Baylor scoring them enough on OSU's defense to to have enough points to outscore OSU. I mean, I just O State's defense is just really, really good. Um, and, and and again, you don't know if Bohannon's playing. I mean, you know, they with the backup, they barely beat Tech this week. That's just about going to say the same thing. Yeah. Just barely I mean, won the game. You, I mean, if they're anywhere in that same mindset, they they, they just can't. They can't. There's there's no way they're going to get past OSU. Now, granted, with that being said, with this game, I think if OSU can win, I think they're in the playoff. I think if Baylor yeah. wins, I, I don't see them. I don't see them getting putting Baylor in the playoff. I think they'll end up with Baylor at number five again, even if Baylor wins. Yeah, no, Baylor doesn't no, get Baylor, in. They've got two losses, I think. Yeah, yeah Baylor doesn't. Yeah, they got two losses. Mm-hmm. But they keep saying, you know, the big implications, the winner of this game should be in, and I, I can't see that. No, no. no, Baylor won't no. Make it. It's, it's OSU to lose. That's why I say – yeah, that's why – I mean, you're talking about uh, OSU. Like, it, it, it makes sense for them, given the year, obviously, you know – Winning, winning Bedlam, you know, knocking off OU, uh, all the all the fallout that has happened for them to be the guardian of the Big Twelve, like you know, like that's a that's a pretty big <laughs> weight. I just I just don't I just don't see it happening, man. <laughs> Pressure gonna get to them. That's a big game, man. You got college football and playoff on the line. They got a chance to be one of the four teams mm-hmm. in this thing, man. Trey, are you saying they're going to wake up and and the reality of those states going to set in for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just we're, they we're just realize we are O state. That's right. We're supposed to be at home watching this situation. We're supposed right to joke. <laughs> we're supposed I to think, joke. I think O state handled business this. I can see where I'm coming, but I think O state handled business this weekend because just watching them, I think they have a different mentality. I think they have a little bit of belief going on, you know, throughout their team, man. And that defense is for real. Um, and I do think that they hold Baylor um, to enough points to where they – I mean, uh, with Sanders, man. Sanders uh, put up enough. And, and Warren and uh, that backfield, I think they'll put up enough points, man, to win this game based off of their defense. I think they, they just have a different – mindset. I think they handle business, man. Guys, this is what I think. I think this Lincoln-Riley debacle is the best thing 
that could have happened to OSU this week. <laughs> because because they get the opportunity to feel disrespected. Yeah. Because they get the, I mean they get the luxury of saying we just beat OU in Bedlam, mm-hmm. the number of such and such team in the country. Mm-hmm. We are the top dogs in the Big 12 and all they could talk about is OU news. Mm-hmm. They get the luxury of playing that underdog card, feeling yep. disrespected and not having that pressure being under the spotlight, I think this helps them. I'm, I agree. I think this helps them tremendously having to, yet again, take the back seat to Big Brother, you know, because this was probably the biggest game in their history. Yeah. Because it sets them up beautifully to, to punch their ticket to the college football playoff. It does. Because Baylor is a team that they've already beat handedly. Mm-hmm. And they have the possibility of playing this backup quarterback. Again, they just struggle to beat Texas Tech. Yep. Mm-hmm. On this so, logo. Yeah. And, they, and, and so I, I think it's set up for them to just kind of walk in. And I think I think I think they kind of give it to Baylor this week because again they I mean they they had the luxury and I put that in quotations luxury of saying I mean we feel disrespected yeah they're still not talking about us all mm-hmm. they can talk about is OU mm-hmm. you know they run into the SEC <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln Riley's running from the SEC he's running from yeah. hot on his tail yes he is. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan and Iowa. There's not a whole lot in this game. Michigan has got a lot riding on this game. Iowa kind of sneaks in this game because Wisconsin couldn't hold up their end of the deal. They get beat by Minnesota. And Michigan, uh, if they take care of Iowa, which they should, because I think Iowa got exposed a few weeks back and, you know, they continued to kind of get exposed. And I think Michigan is going to run through them like diarrhea this yeah. week. Yeah, and, I agree. And, yeah, I think I think they'll be uh, punching their ticket to the college football playoff, also in the Big Ten championship game. I tell you what, man, that Wisconsin loss helped Michigan because I think I think Michigan playing against Wisconsin, I think that game would have been tough for Michigan to win simply because Wisconsin stops the run so well. And it would force Michigan to throw the ball, which I don't, I don't know how good they are at that. We're just throwing the ball around the field. But their strength is running the ball. And Wisconsin's strength on defense is stopping the run. So yeah, that was the best thing that that, that could happen for Michigan is Wisconsin losing last week. So, yeah, Michigan definitely going to take care of Iowa, man. That's I, think, I, think two, I think two things for Michigan. One, they got they got a – prepare for a letdown because they just won one of the biggest games. I mean, all them emotions, one of the biggest games in the history of that program. That's good. Couldn't get over Ohio State. So they got to keep from allowing a letdown, but they're also playing in the same stadium that the national championship is going to be played in. So it's kind of a warm-up for them in that stadium because they're probably going to be in the 2-3 matchup and, and and probably end up playing Georgia in the national championship in the same stadium. 
that's something thinking. to look at. That's a, that's a, mm. that's a, that's a great point, guys. I mean, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Harbaugh and, and, and the guys are pushing that, pushing that narrative uh, to kind of keep those guys focused. Cincinnati and Houston, guys. Houston is a team that has been flying under the radar. Not many people know or even watch or even pay attention to, as Jimmy alluded to earlier, that CFF causes you to pay attention to teams and things. And, Walk, you touched on it, too, that you normally would not pay attention to. And so, I, Willie, I know you've been kind of privy to Houston's uh, play this year. You've got Alton McCaskill, so you're kind of – uh, in the know concerning how they've been playing ball this year. Houston's been playing some good ball. Really? They've been playing some good ball. Yeah, they have. I don't think that this is a gimme for Cincinnati. Not by any stretch. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't think that at all. I think that Clayton Toon is a decent quarterback. Again, they've got the hot freshman. They've got some decent receivers and that defense is legit. Mm-hmm. The defense, the uh, Houston defense is legit. Yes it is. What do you guys think about this game? Walt, what's your, what's your, what's your take on this game, Cincinnati-Houston? I mean, it just depends on if uh, Cincinnati comes out and plays their game, if they're ready. They've, come, they've shown tendencies throughout the year that they'll play down to their uh, competition's level. 100%. So, if, they, if they're focused and they come in, I, I mean, I fully expect Cincinnati to win the game. Um, but I don't think it's going to be easy. I think it's going to be a tight one against Houston because I think Houston's hot at the right moment. They're hot. I think they are. I think one big thing that helps Cincinnati, though, it's, it's a home. I mean, it's – they're playing in Cincinnati. I mean, right. yep. that's going to be rocking with the fans. I mean, they got home field advantage huge in that game. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's going to play a really big role in the game. I mean – I'll agree with they, that. They've yep. done it this far, but – and granted, Houston's defense is—they're you know—they're going to be coming to play. But I don't know. I, I think it's—I think just a big part of where they're playing. I think it's just going to be too much. I think Cincinnati's going to end up pulling it out. You don't no, think that? You don't think that pressure going to get to them? You know, if they, I think if they were playing on a more neutral side, I think it probably would. I, yeah, I yeah, home. So I think that I just think that home field is just going to help them out. Oh, well for them. Hmm. I like Cincinnati in this one too. Uh, two undefeated, though, but I like. I, I like Cincinnati. Burgers from wearing off on you, good. <laughs> <laughs> wearing off on him. <laughs> oh come on, what? <laughs> he's, he's finally coming to his senses, huh? No man, you. I. I. I'm, I, I should go with the upset thing. No. No. No, I think Cincinnati. Cincinnati got something to prove. You know, they. They've been. They've been in the talks before, you know, having good seasons in years past as to, uh, 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 you know, what it would look like to possibly be in the conversation. So I, I think Cincinnati comes out and proves a point that they're worthy of that uh, one of those four spots. Now, I know it's last year, but keep in mind, it was Cincinnati that played Georgia and played them tight. Yep. Yeah. In the bowl game. Owens, oh yeah, I was talking to Owens about that earlier. I think that was a Georgia team. Again, I know people don't like to play this card and say that, but I don't know how much they care. They didn't care. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But, but I mean, I they think, came out think, and played. I think, I think if they see them again, you'll see the real outcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
especially this year's squad. Yeah, especially yeah, this year's squad, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think to see the real outcome. Guys, think, um, let, me, got, let me say let me let me say this real quick. Go ahead, Owens. Uh, uh just to uh, back off what uh Akeem was talking about, man. It depends on which we had two Cincinnati teams all season. We had the Cincinnati team that played you no know, Dame. You know, Cincinnati team that played at some Eulas a couple weeks ago. Indiana. Indiana. We got that Cincinnati team that, that comes out and they just play smash mouth. They just be getting after it. Not, not the, the, the other Cincinnati team we got you know, against was the Navy. And, Farting around with Navy. Yeah, yeah you know, Tulane. Yeah. Man, mm. listen, which, if that team show up this week, Houston going to beat the brakes off of them. They, they can't play with Houston the way they play with Tulane and Navy. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But if they come I remember, out. Um, I remember when Walk said Tulane was a good team. I remember oh, that too. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why are we bringing up all I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he had, a, did. had a lot of injuries this year. A lot of injuries. Yeah, he was. He was riding hard for the green wave. Then I, hate, I like their quarterback, but apparently uh, <laughs> nobody else wanted to play. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Cincinnati, Cincinnati could have very easily lost to Tulsa, too. Tulsa. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, right Tulsa about that. doesn't piss around on that goal line like they yes. did. Yes. They had first, first and goal. Yeah, they played. Eight yeah. plays because they, eight plays because they get the fumble right there. Fumble the right ball. there. Yeah, get get four more, and I mean, you know, that game could have turned out a whole different. You know, right. also shot in the foot. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but this next game, Pitt and Wake Forest, we understand that it's going to be um, a shootout, mm-hmm. as all the ACC games have been pretty much this year. Clemson seems to be the only team. That plays defense, which bode bode well well for us as Sooner fans. We've get we're we're, we're getting we believe uh, BV Britton Venables. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we could uh, cash in on that. But you got Pitt Wake Forest, you got Kenny Pickett, you got Sam Hartman, you've got Jordan Addison, you've got At Perry. Uh, you've got these defenses that pretty much fall asleep at times during the game. <laughs> so this is going to be. A high-scoring game here, uh, Pitt and Wake, and it's this is a this is a different year because this is a year where you don't see OU in the Big Twelve championship game. Mm-hmm. You've so you you've seen that for the past six years at least. You don't see Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. You don't see Clemson. No you don't see exactly where I'm going. You don't see Clemson in the ACC championship game. Pretty, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a weird look. I think it's good for college football overall. It is. It kind is. of pause from the blue bloods dominating and kind of usher in back in some parody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know Bring how long this lasts. Faces. Some fresh faces. Well, uh, absolutely. You don't see that in the SEC. You should have, like you said, <laughs> if Tank Bigsby walks, going to talk about that here in a minute. Uh-uh. We just sit his butt down. <laughs> inbounds, inbounds. But yeah, that's that game. And then we've also got Louisiana Lafayette against Appy State. This is a rival, a rivalry game. It's going to be a big game. It's a nice G five games. I like both of these teams, man. I think Appy State, their defense has 
uh, turned it up on the in the, in the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. They've turned it up big time in the past. Way, few weeks. way up. And how does Lafayette respond with their coach leaving for Florida? Mm. Billy Napier has took has taken the Florida job, and usually, it takes a special effort for the interim coach to kind of get their minds focused on playing a football game of this magnitude. Mm-hmm. This is the Sun Belt Championship. How do they respond to not having their head coach? And, of course, Appy State, like I said, they've been playing great defense the past few weeks, great defense the past few weeks. This is yeah. going to be a good game, guys. Be a real good game. Uh, what about the uh, Oregon-Utah game we, 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 we didn't talk about earlier? Oh, that's right. We Pac-12. Pac well, Can't Utah play. has already beat the living daylights out of Oregon once this year. <laughs> yes, they have. <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks ago, 38-7. to 7. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice little thumping. Mm. But Man, are they going to do that again? I don't know. Oregon playing some good it's ball. It's hard right to beat a, beat a team that bad twice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I think uh, they'll go back, look at the film, see what see what worked, what didn't work, and then they're going to Oregon's going to try to uh, switch it up just a smidge, put some wrinkles in, because I pr- promise you they don't want to get beat that bad and embarrassed like that in the in it on a oh, live no. TV uh, on a championship yeah. game, especially since their playoff hopes are dashed. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, so they don't have that pressure now. They can go out and play a little bit more uh, freely, free, free, yes. exactly, yes. exactly. Guys, let's jump into studs and duds of the week before we get into our uh, prime content. Stud of the week, Owens. Who you got? Man, I got the wide receiver Sky Moore uh, versus Northern Illinois. Man, my man from Western Michigan. Had 12 catches for 206 yards and four touchdowns. God. Oh, my gosh. That boy stayed. Oh, he opened right now in the end zone, man. Good <laughs> God. In the end zone. In the end zone. Yeah, my, my goodness, man. You keep it. 12 catches. The yak this guy gives you. He catches and he gone. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. He- Walk who you got. I got O-State uh, D-line against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. They, and he's saying that. As they made a living on Sack and Caleb. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what, though. That 52 for OU, that guy would have been benched in the first quarter. Oh, That's Walk. He had a horrible game, didn't he? Oh, my, oh, yeah. my gosh. i tell you, when my wife's out there telling me, What's wrong with that guy? I mean, yeah. he's out there past the defenders and looking out there like he's lost. Lost. <laughs> Where am I supposed to be? Yeah. Wonder could have blocked better than that. Yeah. It was like, which guy am I supposed to? I can't remember which guy I'm supposed to actually uh, block. Man. Oh, that's. Oh, sorry, not that. Must been that guy. Okay, he, he's, he's, he's walking. He's he's walking to the line, asking the other line, "Hey man, who you gonna block? Who you got? Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you said you had him. <laughs> yeah. who, you, who you got? Who you got? 
Hey, let him go. You said you had him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're going back to the uh, sidelines, griping at each other. Like, Man. dumb and dumber. Uh, yeah, he said he had him. Exactly. No, well, I, I mean, didn't. They beat, they beat. No wonder uh, Caleb Wynn's on the bench looking de- uh, degenerated. He was the like, man, he was dejected, everything. Yeah. He was getting worked over. He was running for his life. He was running for his life. Ill will you got, man? Stud of the week. Uh, Come on with it. <laughs> Come on with it. <laughs> I got man, I got USC, man. Uh, That's why. <laughs> I, I I think it's a win. I think I think we obviously I think we all agree that Riley was a good coach. We know he didn't uh, he didn't get us uh, a national championship or anything. But the my man's body of work. Um, I mean, he's a winner, man. And so I I think um, I think him going over there, like you saying. Not being having to deal with the SEC, um, he can obviously live and and thrive in the Big Twelve, and that being no more since we're going to the SEC. I mean, it just made sense for him to make that move, and so I think as, USC wins, man. That's a win. I, I see them probably in a in a year or two, you know, a uh, couple of years for sure. You know, make making man, some noise. One hundred percent. He looked at that league and says. <laughs> I can get to the playoffs in that league. I can get to Easy. the playoffs. I can get to the because I can get to the playoffs. I, he can he can actually next year, depending on how this you know how things work, you know how the path of least panel, you know what I'm saying? That grind in the SEC. He was like, I don't know. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want no parts of it. Like you're right, we, we was all win. with it, right? We was with it, but I don't think I don't think that that. That was his deal, and plus, like we was talking earlier in the group, just the the whole Hollywood aspect of you, because you'd ask that question just in terms of impact. What actually has he done? We're gonna talk about it. We right on. We're gonna talk about it. Right yeah, on. Let me tell you something, though, man. I, I mm-hmm. think, think the one big thing about that is, you know, the Pac-12 is the closest, probably the closest league to the Big Twelve. That he, it's it's so it's they're real similar. So yeah. his he knows his offense can work out there, but yeah. you know he was fifty five and ten at OU with a pro, with a powerhouse that he got handed to him. Handed to him. Mm-hmm. Come Clay, on, mm-hmm. Clay, Clay, Clay Helton was forty six and twenty four in a forest fire. Mm-hmm. So the one the one thing Riley will have going for him is his recruits because he he's going to take a whole lot better players out there, offensively at least. He may not have any defense, but. You know he he's gonna go out there and he's gonna outscore everybody. So as long as he can, as long as he can score 70, 70 points a game, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, it's those, it's those, it's those guys where he's gonna give up seventy one. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly right. that's what I'm saying. Because USC defense stink. Well, so stink if, you, if you if you go out there, man, listen, you go out there. I understand. That whole team stinks, but that point, I, he's gonna I live. Understand he, he gonna put up some numbers. I understand it, but he's gonna run into Utah. And you talk gonna tell him you talk gonna tell him no, man. Gonna true. tell him Utah it ain't gonna work. You talk play some defense, man. So he, he think it's gonna be easy and, and then I can make it to the man. Nope. Utah the only he, team he, gonna run, he gonna run it to Utah, man, every Oregon single year. Oregon, 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 Oregon,
Top yeah, as far as it's going to be interesting. Utah, Utah, Arizona, Utah just Arizona, ran all over Oregon. Arizona State, they didn't. They Arizona State. Had, um, uh, it's going to be interesting. Too, so, man, you, it's not just a walk in the park, man, going out there. But Stanford yeah, had a down year. They usually yeah. have good defense. Ooh, right. right. Jimmy, who you got, man, your stud of the week? Man, I got Hassan Haskins. 28 mm-hmm. carries for a buck 69 and five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He laid it in Ohio State. And he rolled it up. <laughs> he lived in the end zone. I mean, that's all you got to say. Five touchdowns. Man, that's yeah. enough right yeah. there. The whole team by himself. Yep. That's enough. Five touchdowns. And there ain't there ain't much more to talk about. Exactly. That's that's a done statement. That's a, that's a that's <laughs> a, man. That's three games worth of work right there. Five. That's exactly right. Whew, goodness, man. I'm going to Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears. Mm-hmm. 30 carries, 264 yards, and two touchdowns against Memphis. 264 guy, yards. 264, man. The guy, I think he tore his ACL or MCL, some, one of those L's this past <laughs> year. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he comes back. He missed the whole year, I believe, last year. Rehabs his way back. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the season, he sees himself. He finds himself doing this. Right. 30 carries, man. 8.8 yards a tote. 264 yards, two touchdowns. I've got Tajay Spears as my stud of the week. Again, we always have the flip side to that coin. If you got a stud, then you got a dud. If you got guys that made you happy, you got guys that pissed you off and made you mad. Not so much as made you mad, but they didn't live up to the expectation that you had for them. Not that it matters to them, but since we have this podcast and we can say what we want, we can talk what we want, we can get mad all we want. And so, <laughs> Owens, who is your dud of the week? Man, I'm rolling with Jimmy's boy. Oh, shoot. Jimmy's boy, mm. man. Sincere, Sincere McCormick. Against, listen, y'all. Listen, y'all, man. <laughs> the mean drink. North. Drink. Take your time. I'm going to take my time. North Texas. North Texas. I was expecting McCormick to light North Texas. I'm 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 was over here nervous. I'm sitting here like, man, I gotta deal with this dude, man. He 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 getting down, man. Oh yeah, he gonna light them up. My man come out of the game with 12 carries. Come on now. For 60 yards. Ooh, he didn't even get the ball. <laughs> he didn't even get the ball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, I was over here like, yes. Owen's rubbing it in. Jimmy does. He Jimmy yes. don't want to hear any of it. I know Jimmy he don't want no part of this. I know he don't. But I'm I'm over here. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Twelve carries for sixty yards, man. Love it. Walk who you got, bro. Let me tell you what. I it came down to two people. I wanted to put fifty-two offensive linemen. Down for OU. I wanted to. Uh, we all could put him down. I mean, down. I was putting him in the entire game. So this guy is terrible. But I'm telling you, Tank Bigsby not falling down. He may have had a decent game, but not falling down and then costing them the game. Mm, mm, mm. That right there is a dud. Mm. You got to know the situation. Get down. You don't take 40 seconds off instead of a minute 50 or what was it, a minute 20. It could have been just, you know, what, 40 seconds? 
there's no way they go down and score. So absolutely not falling down when it mattered and having, and then giving uh, Alabama an extra 40 seconds to uh, run plays. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Use a buffoon on that one. Wow, man. No, hundred percent. Know the situation. I'm yes. sure the coaches are saying, do not run out of bounds. And what did he do? <laughs> that dude ran out of bounds. Out of bounds man. <laughs> is that is that worse? Is that worse than Joe Milton this year and Tennessee's playing Ole Miss? Do you do you guys even remember that play? It's worse. Is that when when yeah. when Joe Milton has one play, the time runs out as he's scrambling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Throwing the ball into the end zone, he, <laughs> he runs he thought, out of yeah. bounds. He runs yeah. out of bounds. Yeah. It's worse. It's worse, no. man. This it's one's worse. worse. You're beating worse. your rival. You're beating yeah. Alabama. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah. There's you, a ton of weight on that game. And, you, and I'm sure the, the – uh, I guarantee you he's, getting, he's being uh, told, not only yeah. by his uh, players, uh, his fellow uh, teammates, but uh, I'm sure the student body is letting him know about it. <laughs> <laughs> number number fifty two is Tyrese Robinson. By the way, he's a oh, red yeah. shirt, he's a redshirt senior, so he's done this year. Thank so God, get out of here! Thank Tell goodness. Tell that dude. Who you got, man? Who's your dud of the week? Man, you talking about a dud? I hear y'all talking, and y'all has been some great selections, but this has got to be the all time. It's just got to be the best one. I'm gonna go with Zay Flowers. We're gonna give him a give him some love today for a solid one catch for a solid yard, <laughs> a solid catch for a solid. I mean, a solid, an absolute solid, not a yard and a half. Do you understand what I'm talking about? A solid one. yard, one whole one, one whole yard for for a whopping whopping uh, zero points, man. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I um, I'm, don't have any other words. And that's not a one catch, one yard. You don't need to say a whole lot. There's no, <laughs> nothing. I, man, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have no catches, man, than to have I mean, one catch for one yard. One catch for one yard. Mm. Rudolph catches for zero yards. <laughs> I mean, I can. You can at least say blocked well. I mean, that's not the only thing. <laughs> wow! Oh, I didn't yeah. think Cavi catches not, not very many. <laughs> not very many highlights there, man. Uh, after yeah, so yeah, I'm just leave that there, mm. guys. I'm going with Phil Jacobic, Willie's boy, mm. uh, Ill Will's quarterbacks. Quarterback. This guy had Wake Forest, one of the worst defenses in the country in the ACC. He goes three for 11, 27%. That's, that's 27%, by the way, for 19 whole yards. <laughs> he did have a touchdown. He did have a touchdown, but he also tallied two picks. <laughs> any, 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 any fumble, too. So chew that touchdown right up. Right. Chew that touchdown right on up. As far Man, as did fantasy. he get hit, get knocked out of the game? Tell me that he didn't play the entire game. Well, he had 11 carries for 66 yards. Uh, I don't know that he didn't play the whole game. I don't see anything. But Whew. this was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. 3-4-11 for 19 yards. 
passing yards. Willie, you wonder why Zay Flowers had one catch for one year. This is why. Locked him <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, it's why. It's why. One of his three completions went to him went to, right. for one yard. That's one why one. Yoga only had 19 yards. One sounds yard. like Army stats. Man, Army, Army stats. Navy stats. Exactly. Right service Academy. What was his long, man? His <laughs> service academy. Uh, uh, <laughs> 15 yards. Oh, my Dang. God. Oh, my God. So two, those, so, two of those completions went for four yards. Wow. One, one went for three and the other one went for one because Flowers was one. That's true. Can I add one, man? I did add one. Go ahead. Man. Wow. I'm gonna add um <laughs> I'ma <laughs> add my man from OU, man. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna add my running back, man, for OU, man. Uh Eric you know Gray? what I'm talking about. Eric Gray. Eric oh, Gray, man. Fumbling on the five. You yes, man. You you I'm this is why I'm adding you, man. You're gonna come all the way from Tennessee. <laughs> to get us beat. To get us beat. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm putting you on there, man. You come all, you gonna come all the way all from Tennessee, way. all the way. We was we was on our way, man, to the playoffs. We was on to the playoffs, and you come all the way from Tennessee to get us beat, man. If it wasn't for you, man, if you was gonna come down here to do this, man, you could have stayed where you was at, man. You could stay right there in Tennessee. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a conspiracy. All of you paid attention. <laughs> Hadn't had tried to run a kickoff all year long. I think we tried to run four or five back. We didn't get back we, to 25. That's right. That is so true. We hadn't tried to do that all year, but for some reason in in this game. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I was like, man, I guess we can run the ball back, but I see why Lincoln Riley decides not to. We can't even make it back to 25. At all. <laughs> we, can't even, we can't even feel the punt. Exactly. Unbelievable. Enough man. of that. Oh, man. Enough of that. We've come to our prime content an hour and 20 minutes in. I'm cracking my knuckles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cracking my knuckles, guys. Uh-oh. You ready to dig in? What the heck happened? This Lincoln Riley situation. How do I set this up? Where do I start? Where do I begin? Mm. There's so many different angles. So many. We can nuance this thing for two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This is ridiculous. There's there's so many ins and outs. There's so many moving pieces. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. This this debacle, this disaster, devastation, this dismantling, whatever D word you can think of that's pejorative. <laughs> insert word. It defines this situation. I know, where, I know where you can start. He lied. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. he's a liar, cold blooded liar at that too, ain't it? Right, look at straight in your eye. On out with it, you lied. Man, that's that's a dangerous cat right there, Jack. That's a dangerous one. Lie straight to you. I saw a gift the other day. Says I know I got an ex that could lie lie straight uh, to Jesus straight in his eye. I mean, this dude mm. right here is a straight liar. 
Look in your eye and and not even blink. And according to some sources, Nick Benito had that to say in the quote-unquote meeting that Lincoln Riley was late to. Yeah, Come on, late? Yeah, I I was listening to Jeremiah Hall's podcast. You know Jeremiah Hall, the player. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're kind of describing how it went as much as they possibly thought that was a respectful way to kind of, you know, uh, talk about the situation without giving too many details. Uh In his own words, he said, for as long as he's been at OU, if a meeting started at five, or if if a meeting, if they called a meeting at five, it started at five. They called it at three, it started at three. This day was different, which was yesterday, Sunday. We're recording this a day late. We usually record on Sunday night. We're recording this on Monday night. For some reason, it was different. Riley did not come on time. He shows up after the meeting starts. By the time he shows up, the players already know what's going on because they're getting the notifications via social media. Uh-huh. So when he walks in with tears in his eyes, they already know. They did not know what was going on. They found out waiting on him to show up to the meeting. Uh-huh. He comes in with tears, and I've heard this from multiple sources, OU players, that is, who are close to the program, again, some in the program. He comes in with tears. He's crying. Uh, And DeMarco Murray (laughs) (laughs) cuts straight to the chase. Hey, cut the ish. (laughs) Cut it. I mean, you to cut it, man. Cut the mm-hmm. you, ish, man. You cut it, man. yo. You, you made this My decision. Mm-hmm. And sources also say that Nick Benito stood up and began voicing his disdain for Lincoln Riley's approval, to say the least, calling him a liar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Lie. I don't think any one of us would debate that right now. <laughs> I want to start with the with the with the post game conference, the mm-hmm. Bedlam post game conference, where Kerry Murdoch brings up the question about LSU. Lincoln Riley stops him, shuts him down, shut him down. Says, "I'm not." going to be the coach at LSU. Mm-hmm. I think personally that he shut him down like that so that Kerry Murdoch would not force dialogue that would that would that would that would require Lincoln Riley to either blow Give his cover mm-hmm. or lie. lie in such a way that would warrant extreme backlash, even worse than what he's already getting, because the implication of the question, are you going to LSU? The implication there is really, are you staying here? It's not, are you going to LSU? Mm -hmm. It's, are you staying here? And I think Riley knows that. And he tried to shut that down so that he would not blow his cover. Because if he, if, if Kerry Murdoch continues on, I think Riley's scared that the next question is, okay, you're not going to LSU. 
are you staying? Staying, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's he didn't the, want any part of that question. No, don't that smoke. No, he didn't want smoke. that smoke because it, it would it would it would force him to either lie, lie. in such mm-hmm. a way where it would warrant a measure of backlash that is ten times what he's getting. Mm-hmm. Or he would blow his cover and say, I don't know why the guy just didn't say, you know what? I'm not going to promise anything. Yeah, just back out of it. Go on and get on out of it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what Bob Suits used to do. Whenever jobs would come up, he goes, look, I'm coaching the University of Oklahoma as of right now. No one knows what's going to happen in the future. I mean, that he wouldn't say happen. yes or no. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't give you a definitive answer, but he wouldn't. Say no, I'm you know I'm not going anywhere. So that conscious would let him do that though. See, whatever happened, whatever happened to hey man, I'm going to LSU. Just straight up. I mean, like what happened to <laughs> listen, they go it's gonna come out anyway. They're gonna find out anyway. Like, well, just just say it. Bro, listen, after this game, it's gonna be my last game coaching the Sooners. Because I'm going as, to coach it. Oh, just, have you because as Jimmy would say. He wanted to sneak out in the dark. Jim yeah, 100%. Jim you met Lincoln Riley? That dude is so secretive, it's unbelievable. So paranoid. 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 Yeah. I dude, he realized that. that he had OU. You ain't going to sneak out of OU. Now, you can sneak no. out of, you can, you can sneak out of uh, uh, a private hangar. The Citadel. You you can sneak out of the Citadel. Yeah, you can sneak out of East Carolina where he came East Carolina. Yeah. You can't sneak out of oh yeah, everybody looking. Everybody uh-huh. looking. Where, 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 where you going? That dude <laughs> under the dead of night snuck out on the plane. Had he had to answer that question on live TV, that brother would have they would have got on that plane that night following that yep. interview. They would have been, been gone. Yeah. Yeah, that no dude came in there from what I've from what I've read is yeah, crocodile tears, crying. Yeah. Got called out by DeMarco Murray, Nick Benito, and I was I've read that another player spoke up too, and mm. that he said, "Hey, I'm doing this for my girls." Left the facility, went straight to the, the to the plane. It was already running. There, you hey, already had plane, to check. That's that's like, I heard the meeting lasted all of about two minutes. Two minutes. I mean that that so you oh so oh man, don't even get me started. Jim, you gave him, 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 you gave him two Jim. minutes of your time. I, I can I can understand. You know, hey, you know what? If you want to better your family, you want to you want to go out to what? You know, this guy's leaving up a. a a powerhouse program that he has everything laid out in front of him. If he wants more money, ask for more money. But dude, do you got to rape the program when you leave too? I mean, I you know I get taken yeah. too, but man, recruiting wise, recruiting like why why couldn't you have waited to the end of the season? Why couldn't you wait until the last game? You know, play the bowl game. Get I mean, I guess that that was too much because you're going to recruit players that are going to be far. I get I don't know. So that with Jimmy on this, because I, the, yeah, one thing but, I, that I, I think I heard you type on there, whatever. But the my understanding is this was in the works right after ta- uh, Taco Tech, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah, supposedly, I got you. Know, I got no respect for Texas Tech. Just Texas like <laughs> supposedly this afternoon, it came out from the uh, L.A. Times that it's been in the works since September. Yeah, listen, when he found listen, out it's going to the SEC. It. I September. believe it. Too. I believe it. I believe it too. Because if you look at the play on the field, something I mean, did it. not seem 
right with the offense. Right. He would not make adjustments. Like we he was, was he calling plays committed. that he probably pulled up plays that he ain't never. It's like what? what Assistant are we doing? Uh, coaches were saying that he was asking questions he's never asked before, like trying to get game plan. What do they think about this? Just asking questions that they were like, uh, "You normally are on top of this. What do you? What do you? Why are you that asking me?" Conscience. Man, his conscience was eating him alive. Him that. Yeah. He was eating him alive. He couldn't. He couldn't bear it, man. Did you That's see his press he... conference today? Yeah. He no, choked up again about OU and couldn't even hardly could finish the uh, interview. But come on, dude. Dude, it was a circus, though. Man, who has their band out there at the press conference? Really? <laughs> it was a USC's circus. like it's Hollywood, man. <laughs> Got to have your band with you, man. Got to have I mean, that's, dude, that's Hollywood. If you ever listen to uh, uh, Bush and all them players talk just what it was to what it meant to play for that program during that era in terms of what they didn't have to do. They, they, they are stars there. You're on the Hollywood Walk of Fame the moment you get there. So this it's a, it's it's, a Hollywood. There are stars outside the stadium because they don't have anybody inside it. Right. Gotta have his theme right. music, man. Can't get fans to come to the games, guys. You 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 brought up um, the uh, commits and all that. The transfers. Mm-hmm. We got we've got Jaden Hazelwood in the in the, in the portal. We've got Theo Weiss in the portal. We've got Spencer Rattler in the portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I can think of off the top of my dome. I mean, Spencer Rattler was going to happen. That was a given. At, right. Exactly. That was a given. Caleb Williams seems to be on the fence. That's all I'm hearing as far as um, the transfers. Mm-hmm. So but the decommits are much more of an issue. The so De- what, yeah. what I've read is that Joe Castiglione is is keeping the Williams family. He's talking to them personally and keeping them involved in the uh, coaching search. The process, yeah. The process and trying to get their seal of approval to keep mm-hmm. Caleb. Yeah, but the decommits are much more of an issue. You've got five-star quarterback Malachi Nelson from the 23 mm-hmm. class decommitted. Mm-hmm. Five-star wide receiver Brandon Evans from the 23 class. I think he's the number one wide, wide receiver, receiver in the 23 yeah, class. He yes. decommits. Four-star linebacker Kobe McKenzie from the 22 class decommits. Four-star running back Trayon Webb from the 23 class decommits. Four-star offensive lineman, I think he's a center, Demetrius Hunter from the 22 class decommits. Four-star defensive end, Derek Moore from the 22 class decommits. Yep. That's seven. No, that's six. Six. Six decommits that I just read. Relique Brown, he has made comments. Five-star running back. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, from the 22 class, he made he has made comments, hasn't officially decommitted, but you can pretty much expect it. I was gonna say, you should expect that because he's a Cali guy, as is Malachi Nelson, mm-hmm. as is Brandon Ennis. Mm-hmm. All them guys oh. run the UCA, USC, yes. yeah, all of them. Yep, well, Ennis may go to USC, he's he's in Florida, guy, isn't he? Brandon Ennis is from Florida. Is he? I thought yeah, he he's was in a Florida. Florida guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a Florida guy. And Malachi Nelson and, and Makai Lemon are from USC or the yeah. Southern California Mackay area. Makai Lemon, I hadn't heard anything about him yet. Oh, he's yeah, he's gone too. Uh, and then, I mean, he, and then, him, 
So we, we're actually keeping DeAndre Moore. He's already came out and said as long as DeMarco Murray stays, he stays. DeAndre Moore? Is uh, DeAndre that Moore is a five-star wide receiver out of, uh, that goes to the same school as Malachi Nelson. Okay, okay. But he cool. said he stays if DeMarco Murray stays. That's cool. Walk, um, I think you brought up a great, uh, a great point in our chat earlier. You mentioned Malcolm Kelly bringing him on as a wide receiver coach because of his expertise mm-hmm. as far as recruiting Texas. I mm-hmm. think that's an excellent idea. Right. I, I mean, that's someone I would think about bringing in or maybe even Sample or what is it? Samples is his name, I think, is the – there's a the, the guy Samples. from uh, SMU, the wide receivers coach Kevin, there, Samples. Is it, is, his, is it Kevin Samples? Yeah, Samples. His dad's a uh, – uh, high school, major high school uh, coach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He'd be a good recruiter to bring in. Um, but Malachi Nel- or uh, Malcolm uh, Kelly is someone that has some good recruiting chops um, and is well respected. At least that's what I've been reading. So that's bringing true. him in would be nice. Maybe if, if Biedenboe leaves, maybe getting Sharon Moore, who's a great offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. I think Biedenboe's on the fence. I think he wants from, to stay. From, from from what I heard, he and Riley butted heads a lot. Yep. Because of Riley's philosophy and his taste and tendency as far as offensive play calling. Mm-hmm. And which is why probably why you didn't see him more dead playing at 5 30 this morning. Yeah. The rest of those guys who I, I I knew Dennis Simmons would leave. That's his boy. That's 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 Riley's boy. That's his that's his partner. Uh, Benny Wiley probably need to go. Thank you God. Get the conditioning coach. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, just, they're just too soft. Soft. To I mean, Charmin. UFC. Yeah, go out there and be Hollywood and finesse. Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go out there and do that. And I knew we'll get your donuts Grinch. out there. I knew. I knew. I knew Alex Grinch would go yep. with him also, which he can go too. I mean, he can take that three man line. That he wants to play on third and twelve all the time Ooh, and give man, up. 15 get yards. out of here with that! <laughs> yeah, that old cushion, man. They ten yards. They need they need three yards and they playing ten yards off off yep. the receiver. Man, get out of here with that! Yeah, he he can take that with him. Manning, uh, yeah, uh, Roy Manning. You think so? He might. I mean, with he hasn't height. left yet. Yeah, uh, so. Odom is torn. He's an Oklahoma guy. He, I think, if Venables gets. Uh, Hired like they're saying uh-huh. that him and uh, I think he coached Odom, so he might keep him on. Does this do damage to the program, guys? No, I don't think so. No, it might hurt. Oh, for sure. yeah. I think we'll be back on track by 2023. Well, this yeah. is the reason why, though, because you if 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 uh, uh, Venable step in, he's a uh, well known guy, you know what I'm saying? I mean. Yeah, I think his name. So his name, yeah, his name is going to defensive recruits, right? And I said this earlier in the chat. I think with his expertise as as far as the knowledge of SEC recruiting landscape, Mm -hmm. I think that's a plus by him being in South Carolina and Clemson. Him uh, dueling um, Nick Saban and. Uh, Kirby Smart for some of the defensive talent that's coming out of the Southeast. Uh, I think I think that's a plus because again, OU's going to the Southeastern Conference. Yep, they've got to be able to navigate those trails in that part of the country, 
and him having that expertise, having been uh, in Clemson and recruiting those same areas, I think that's a plus. Keep in mind, if uh, he's won some five-star defensive line, defensive tackle recruits from those people. Yeah, and if he I, does, and and our twenty twenty-two class may not be as bad as we think. If uh, he retains Odom and Tibbs, we automatically keep uh, the five-star defensive tackle in Dindy, yeah. uh, Brownlow Dindy, and then Kobe McKenzie, who did. It says if Odom uh, is retained, he'll come back and come back to play for OU. So. Yeah. It's all about who he brings in, and then yeah. obviously an offensive coordinator to keep Caleb, Caleb Williams happy. So I mean, yeah. it's who do you guys? I know we've been talking, but for the audience, what are some of your uh, hopes for offensive coordinator? I know we kind of all agree with some of the same guys. What do you guys think for offensive coordinator? Let me just go ahead and throw his name out there that we all like, Jeff Levy. We all yeah. like Jeff Levy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an OU guy. I think he graduated from there. He's got some degrees there. He spent some time on staff uh, with Josh Heupel. And um, I love his system. Um, being under Heupel and also under Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. I think he brings some – I think he brings some 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 uh, something to the table. I think he brings some value to the table having all of that in his tool belt, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to present as, you know, to present to Caleb Williams, to present to some of the offensive talent that's decommitting. Uh, I think he's, I think he's got something to say, you know, I've, I've recruited and I've played in the SEC and we've had success and he has had on the offensive side of the ball in the SEC. He has. And so I think, I think the guy is valuable. Um, Of course, it doesn't matter what we think. This is yeah. all. Yeah, this could, I mean, this could all. This could all be a pipe dream for us. You know, right. show me the money. That's all. It's yeah. What it really yeah. comes down Venables, to. Venables can go and get someone else that none of us are looking at. Yep. But I think Jeff Lebby is probably at the top of the list for most of us on this platform right here. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, who, who are some? Who are some? If if Lebby's not in arm's reach, who else are we looking at? As far as what? Offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator or offensive coordinator. Who who are we looking at? Who are we targeting if uh, Libby is a no go? I mean, the the original names that keep coming up, like there's Joe Brady, which I don't think he'll leave the NFL. I hear he hates recruiting. That's mm-hmm. what I heard. I heard he didn't I even heard his golf. name too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard he didn't but like. Golf. I heard that too. And I mean, I'm trying to think of who else they, the names that have popped up for uh, offensive coordinator, but most of the people that just assume Libby's going to be the one. Try to get Sonny Cumbie to come over. Oh, that'd be a good one. If if he yeah. would. I mean, yeah. Though, do they want to even fool with a former Texas Tech guy? Yeah. <laughs> Did Lincoln Riley mess that up? <laughs> I don't. I think for the right guy, I don't think so. I yeah. I think Sonny Cumbie would be a great hire. Yeah, yeah. What about um uh, uh, uh Lamorris's dad, Chad Morris? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's available. <laughs> he at, is, is he at Auburn still? No, he's at uh, TCU, isn't he? No, he's a high school coach. Oh okay. Oh wow. He's a high school coach now. Well, he was at Auburn, right? That yeah, he was at Auburn. Okay. 
Yeah. He's coaching South Lake or some, some high school team right now. South Lake. Wow. That's so, uh, that's that's very interesting. I don't know what Lincoln Riley's gonna do with Graham Harrell, but um Yeah, he uh, out of there. You think so? Well, Lincoln Riley coached him at Texas Tech when Graham Harrell was the quarterback. Riley was <clears throat> on staff there. <clears throat> so, um, man, dude, I think Lebby has to be the guy. Yeah, he has to be. I'm sure the phone call has been made. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm sure coaches are lining up. Oh, yeah. This is a, this is a blue blood program. Um, Stigley Owens said that he's taking calls that no one would ever have thought of calling for jobs. Yeah. I believe it. I, I think coaches are lining up saying, I want a piece. So <laughs> you, that's right. 100%. You know, I, you know, um, I think someone put a stat up. This is the first time that a coach has left OU for another program since like 1940 something, I think. Yep. McCannon or something like that. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Left and, from and Maryland. Maryland, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opened up the door for Bud Wilkinson. <laughs> yeah, right. Mr. Uh, undefeated Streak. So mm-hmm. that was a good deal there. But yeah, this is not one of those, this is not one of those programs you walk away from unless. I mean, we get into all the details of why it happened. We all agree, and we have good reason. This is not subjective agreement and analysis. This is objective. We have facts to back our uh, position concerning why Riley left. It wasn't just because USC is backing up the Brinks truck to his porch. It was... I'm running for minutes. Did not want to uh-huh. <laughs> deal with the ACC <laughs> grind. He didn't want to deal with it. Uh-huh. And multiple sources has either stated that directly or have alluded to it to some degree. Hmm. But this guy was not a fan of the move to the SEC. It has been said and rumored that he didn't know. And when it went down, He did not like it. He didn't like it. And I think that he is concerned about, Jimmy uh, touched on it earlier, his offense is not having the success that it has had in the Big 12, not being able to have that type of success in the SEC. Again, the Pac-12 being similar to the Big 12 with, only a couple teams that play defense. You only got to see them a couple times a year. But for the most part, you can have all these gaudy, daunting stats of passing completion percentage and QB rating and yards and touchdowns, and it never translates to any real success as a program. Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, we asked this question in the chat earlier, and there was differing opinions, and I want to let the audience in on that conversation. We asked the question, someone asked the question, is this worse, is this particular burn worse than the KD burn? No. Different opinions on here right now. It's not even close. Guys, just kind of touch on it, because Walk, you said, yeah, 
And I think I Willie think this is worse. Than yeah. It's not even close. KG, not even close, man. KG didn't take take coaches and players with him. You know, yep. with 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 uh, Lincoln Riley. I mean, he's he's going to end up taking recruits, big time recruits. You know, I just, I think it's a lot, a lot. I I think in one way it's a lot easier to overcome than KD because it being an elite program and you do have so many people stepping up and wanting to, to come here, you know, can they either recover, recover some of those recruits or, or get, you know, similar recruits, you know, to where KD just, I mean, that, that almost crippled the thunder. But, Indeed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, it definitely. But, you know, when, but when he left, I mean, you know, you still had really, you know, you have you have a lot of really good talent you can bring in, and they brought in great players. But I don't not I don't the same. You no. talking, you, you're talking, you're talking about you, you're talking about argumentatively. You're talking about maybe the one number one or number two best NBA player in the entire world. In the entire world. In the, in the entire world, like unguardable, like hands down, like this. I mean, can score when he wants. I mean, like you're talking about one of them guys uh-huh. that comes around once every generation. That just you just got through. <laughs> yeah. You just got through. <laughs> Out of control. What is that? Two guys that? will stab you in the back. <laughs> oh, wow. OJ Simpson, I got you. <laughs> OJ and Lincoln uh, parody. This is going to be a real situation, bro. Man. <laughs> man. No, but but the whole the whole that Katie left, man, couldn't be filled and has not still has not been filled. It's like, bro, you try to bring in Paul George, you try to bring in. All the depot, you try to bring in all these different players, man, to come in. You cannot fill that void. It's and it's gone. It left with him, and it's gone. You can't fill that void. What would you think? What because you 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 think that the Lincoln Riley? I think you and Jim are kind of on the same page. Well, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure where you stand, but you guys think that this situation with Lincoln Riley was worse than KD. I mean. I don't want to say it was worse. I'll say that because you're right. KD is a generational player, and it's kind of hard for the Thunder, being a small market, to get someone of his caliber to come play for us. There. That's the key and it's word. just, I mean, obviously, we, I mean, you can see the difference right now. We have to actually draft him. Um, but Lincoln leaving, and I mean, thankfully we have the portal, and whoever we bring in can can use the portal, but if we didn't have the portal, this would have set OU back a few years. Definitely. I, I don't even think that, man. You got, you got with, with college football, see, so there's a difference. This is what makes college football special. Mm-hmm. See, there, there, are, there, are, there are kids out of here that are number one, they're trying to they're trying to get where the KDs of the world are in terms of their sport. So there's a different grind that comes along, which is what makes college football not necessarily easier, um, but there's definitely a bigger pool in which you grab from to make your program 
for to, to get back into a 10 win season, right? So I think we will if we even if if even if OU does nothing next year, but you have a nine, 10 win season, we I, I would say that's a pretty successful year, right? No, agree. Mm-hmm. Whereas with basketball, like o- Oklahoma City will never well, I ain't gonna say never. The odds of them experiencing prominence that we had with KD and, and Russ. It's not that likely. This won't come around again, right? We, you got, you got the Knicks. You got squads that have not experienced any type of success as of late in terms of postseason and going forward. So, man, there's, there's no doubt that that it's, it's, a, it, it hurt the program. But like I said in the group, like Stoops say, this ain't East Popcorn State University, Doc. This ain't New, this ain't New Mexico State, bro. Like. Right. That that I told you in that portal, that transfer portal uh, in the group, that transfer portal is going to be our friend. There, there are plenty of there are kids out there that you know. All right, all right, jumping on board. I, I want, I want, I want in. You know what I'm let saying? Me, let me ask, let me ask you this though, Chris, because you see, Lincoln Riley has uh, recruits that committed basically to him, right? And so they're going to leave. They decommitted because of him. They're going to follow him where he's going. Don't you think Venables has? The same type of recruits that's committed to him that's probably gonna follow him here. Would you no rather doubt. be? Would you rather be the the same offensive juggernaut that that we've been that hadn't got us nowhere, or would you want to turn around? Would you want to be a defensive team now, you, now that can possibly lead lead us to the championship? Well, you're I'm right saying, on that aspect. I'm, I'm right taking. Now. I want the defensive team. Let me let me go out here and, and, and if I can hold you to three ten points, we got a better chance to win the game. We got just a yep. little bit of offense. Let me be that team now. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of scoring. You know, trying to score fifty in and losing. Let's let's flip this thing around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Venables Just got yeah. Venables well, got I the mean, same com- some commits coming with him too. So I take Venables that. is that yeah. Venables got five. Pl- I mean, the rumor is if he does come, he's got five players that are following. I take that. I hope I hope it's like I told Owens earlier, I hope it's the whole D line. hundred percent, right? <laughs> Bring Brian Breesy with you. Bring Brian Breesy and that other yes. in monster. Yeah, bring I'm those with, bring those that type of caliber back to OU. I'm 100%. with you. That's that's where that's what this pro that's why it's, it's not East Popcorn State, man. We not right. Like right. again, it's gonna hurt for a couple of years, maybe you know, possibly. Um, I don't know that it. I don't. I don't. I don't think years. so. I don't think because so. Because this is this is this is what I want you to I consider. Don't think so. Like I, I said well, this I in the chat earlier. Either. I'm just being devil's advocate in that regard. Right. <laughs> I, I said this in the chat earlier. OU was already established before Lincoln Riley got there. Jim touched on this earlier when he said it was handed to him a powerhouse program, a blue blood. Mm-hmm. A top three program, top five program in the country was kind of not at its peak, but it mm-hmm. wasn't anywhere near the place it was in the valley that it was in when Bob Stoops took over in 98. Right. Bob mm-hmm. Stoops flipped the thing, handed it to Riley in such better condition than what he walked into, it wasn't even close. Right. So yeah. it was already, OU was already an established program before Lincoln Riley took over. All he did was lateral. And I and here's another question I want to expose to the audience that we had in our chat earlier. We had some good conversation today about did he do 
did he help the program? What did he do? How did he add to the program? Again, there's different opinions on him now. I believe Walk and Willie was like, yeah, he did add to the program. And I was like, show me. <laughs> show me where. <laughs> where did he add to the program? Because we, we, we didn't win a playoff game <laughs> before he took over. And we did win a playoff game after he took over. We was winning Big 12 championships before he took over. And we say everything was the same. Everything was the same. You're right. We didn't spiral down. We maintained. Maintained. Yeah. That's why I said a lateral. There was a lateral. He brought, Willie said, like Willie said, he brought a different, what'd you say, a new style, a new look. It was just, it was what it, it was just fresh. I think he was being, yeah, young. He said fresh look. Bang, the fresh look. <laughs> yeah, forget a fresh look. I care about <laughs> no fresh look. <laughs> Did it amount to a playoff win? Right. It, it was just a lateral. Just lateral. That's yeah, but, all yeah, it was. See, he really see, didn't when, add. When he came, of course, when he was OC, he, he brought 60 points a game with him. But, you know, when he came, he had he had some defense there because it, he wasn't head coach. He didn't have the control of it. When he left, he didn't have any defense. I mean, he he was trying to maintain that offense, but with they no defense. Worse. And and that was actually hurting them because, uh, yeah, you're getting these big time offensive recruits, and that's nice. That you know that that looks good for style points. But man, what are you doing defensively? You that's can't. Why I, that's why I like this venable move. So we can be a defensive team first now. Let's go the other way. You know what I mean? That's, that's why I like this move. I like this move a lot. Because moving to the SEC, we're going to need to be a defensive first team. Yeah, they're going to need man. a lot of defense. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. The um, I, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think that. Again, we, 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 we talked about this earlier in the chat. I wanted a, a head coach that was defensive-minded because I think the team has been soft uh, for too long. Been soft. Too, soft for, for too, many, <laughs> too soft for too many years, man. And I think that this off, the, the, the offensive mentality, it I, I think it aids that Hollywood – prancing, dancing type of offense that when you go up against somebody that hit you in the mouth and make adjustments, again, I've always said this about Lincoln Riley. I've said it on this platform many times. I don't think he knows how to adjust to the adjustment. I think that's how you blow 28-point leads, 21-point leads to a bunch of three stars, Iowa State and K-State. I think that's how you do that because they make adjustments to what you're doing and either you're too stubborn or you you're not do. capable mm-hmm. of making the proper adjustments. I'm still butthurt and sick about the Rose Bowl against Georgia. Georgia. Mm-hmm. And how we're not able to make adjustments in the second half to what they were doing, uh, you know, in, 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 in terms of what Kobe Smart, uh, Kirby Smart came out and did differently in the second half as opposed to what he was doing in the first half. I I can't do anything about the LSU blowout. 
the defense, like Jimmy said, had just spiraled and had gotten worse under his leadership, under his command. I don't think defense was a priority. I think when he saw that, how the fan base received uh, the lack of defense and how um, how they were getting blown out, I think he, you know, he went out and got Grinch. And there has been some improvement, but there has also been some consistency. And it's the type of consistency that we don't want to see. And, and 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 I'm talking about the not not being able to tackle. Can't tackle. Hitting I'm the wrong about, holes. I'm, I'm talking about taking bad angles. Taking bad angles. Hitting the wrong the holes. Hitting the wrong holes. The cushion. Cushion. Together. Cushion. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I don't. I don't think it was coaching. I think it was culture. Culture was bad. I think they culture. need a culture change. And, and and I, I think that only comes about by the changing of the head coach. Yep. I think Brent Venables is going to bring a different culture. And it's not going to be, we're going to put 50 on you. Uh, because, you know, we've got this offensive system that everybody's copying. And NFL scouts are coming in and looking at it. Man, forget all that, man. Because those, (laughs) (laughs) it's not paying off in the right areas. It's not. You say, well, we got two Heisman's. Well, Bob Stoops had two Heisman's too. Sure did. Yeah, but I think I think Raleigh. I think that's where the problem is. I think Raleigh's more interested in in that kind of stuff. Is is getting getting his guys to to New York to where it makes him look better. Absolutely, Instead it is. Of, it's, it's more of that than it is team. You know, let's let's get the team there. Let's win the national championship. No, let's get somebody. Let's get a guy there to be Heisman. Let's get That's him why he made the move. That's why he made the move, Jimmy, is because because he can continue a, that in the SEC. His offense was not going to produce that. No, in the SEC, his offense was no longer going to do that. Going to produce that. And he go to USC. He's going to get that at USC. He's going to still get that at USC. exactly right. He'll be able to run that same exact offense yeah. and do exactly what he's doing. And, you know, who cares if he's giving up 40, 40 45 points a game if he's scoring 70? Yeah, he's, right. giving, up, he's giving up 45 right. to uh, yeah. Arizona. Right. Yeah, they're running. Yeah, they're running back at 205 and 3. 205. His defenses can make a mediocre – Quarterback look like a Heisman Trophy candidate. Listen, that's 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 something that's that's why we say culture because that's something that's plagued OU for the last several years. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Even just us making us turning uh, uh, Griffin into a by one game into a Heisman quarterback. Like, yeah. I'm still mad at that. Like, you. Uh, like no man, we. Skyler, that's, that's, listen, Skylar Thompson from K K State. K State man, yeah. I came in with a bad wheel <laughs> and towed him up on one leg like a Heisman candidate. Yeah, he towed him up with one leg. That's Same guy from TCU. Yeah, from TCU. Coach. Max Dugan had a bad wheel. Yeah. 
Dude, and please threw for almost 400 yards, I think. Yep. Dude, the running back for Neil from Kansas ran all over OU. Well, look at look at, look at Walks, look at Walks, buddy, from Tulane. I mean, that quarterback, <laughs> man, you thought they were going to win. buddy. You know, win 10 or 11 games this week. <laughs> you know, by the end of the year, that guy's pumped. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He's the highest we candidate after that one game. Well, it's your partner. I, I, I think he. I think he's got him on speed dial with Joe C. Dang. Walks, walks going to be his nil. Well, I'm telling you, hundred percent. Oh my god, he's an nil agent. He's an agent for Michael Pratt. Oh man, I ain't gonna live that one down. That's for sure. Man, no, you no, no, Jimmy ain't gonna let you. No, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's true. That's that's Riley's concern. <laughs> and and again, we we did need that culture change. It was something else I wanted to mention that we talked about in the chat. It just eluded my memory. But guys, um, we we already talked about it. It it it, it doesn't damage uh, the uh, OU program. Um, I think Venables is all but pretty much publicly pronounced yeah and and announced as the next football coach head football coach at Oklahoma mm-hmm. um I think it's a done deal which I agree with I was banging the Luke fickle drum mm-hmm. um but I'm 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 cool with this and then I heard I also heard that Luke fickle didn't want to coach in the SEC either so we can't <laughs> have that uh-uh. <laughs> soft coaches aren't going to Oh, they're soft, man. Oh, my gosh. He's coming into Cincinnati into a Big 12 without OU in Texas. I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Of course, you've got Oklahoma State over here. (laughs) They're going to be banging their chest as the top dogs now. Yeah. Yeah. If that's if they win this Big 12 championship. I was going to say, Baylor going to be right there with them. Baylor going to be right there with them, banging their chest. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, Iowa State might have something to say too. I mean, so them three teams right there. Yeah, you got Houston, Cincy, and BYU coming, coming over. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I like that. They're they're gonna they're gonna change a little bit in the conference. You know, they're Great. not gonna let, they're not gonna lay down and let OSU take it all. No, 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 no. I agree. Yeah. That's true. Your BYU got twenty five year old men on that team. You, got you ain't lying. You ain't lying. They got they got two kids, two kids, and full uh, grown men. Man, they were grown men. trip for like four years. Uh-huh. Back, man, they're like twenty seven years old. You're like, dang, it's a full grown man playing full against teenagers. Man. Yes, men strength. That man strength. Yeah, man grown, it's a grown. It's a, listen. Grown man strength is different. Mm-hmm. Different. So they're, gonna, they're gonna provide a, a different element. Yeah. <laughs> they got facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. real facial hair. Yeah. So that's a huge issue. But hey, listen. Kudos to Lincoln Riley, man. Uh, like we said, he didn't want any part of the SEC. And it was very evident. It was clear that, um, you know, you didn't take the LSU job. Mm-hmm. And you go out to USC. 
uh, again, Jimmy's already touched on this earlier that the the shape that the program is in versus where OU is right now, it just it didn't make sense. And it was not about the money. Right. I don't care what they say. Nope. It was well, not about them. It was about trying to get away from Red SEC. Yeah. I don't know. Tell. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did not want any part of that uh, week in, week out. His offense is looking uh, uh, okay, mediocre. Him having to answer questions. What's wrong with your offense? <laughs> and him, <laughs> you know what I mean? And not just, you know, humble enough to come out and say, man, they're just shutting us down right now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But, Jimmy, you said earlier that. They've been talking about this. I want to make sure we get everything out. I know we're two hours over, but I've listened to college football podcasts that were two and a half, almost three hours long. <laughs> but, uh, Jimmy, you said earlier that this thing has been going on since September. I believe that. I believe it, too. Because you look at the sputtering, the spotty uh, offense that we've been seeing all year, they've played good in spurts. Mm-hmm. But if you if you look back through the season, I mean, it's not it's not a typical even a Riley season. I mean, you, you can go back now because we know more now. But I mean, if you go back throughout the year and look, I mean, man, there were signs all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't a normal year like it's been. The, you know, five six been here we just weren't able to put the two together and say uh something's wrong as far as his commitment to the program well no but we knew that was had that mindset of leaving though right right we knew that we knew that something was wrong we just didn't put the two together mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so i mean nobody was was actually thinking that Right. That that he's that he's getting out of here, but I think he he fooled a lot of people with the whole. I think the LSU was probably a smokescreen. It was a smokescreen. I think I think he allowed that thing to develop more than real more than what it really was to kind of keep the real issue under wraps. Slide yeah, hand because if he turns down an LSU job, it looks like. He's staying. Right. <clears throat> you think about USC, um, when they fired Clay Helton, they went on the hush. You didn't hear anything. You didn't hear any coaching candidates. People outside of the program started throwing around James Franklin and stuff like that, Urban Meyer. USC didn't say anything. Yeah. Nope. Quiet. They already knew. They didn't say anything. So this has been going on. Well, I know we said September. So was this not – did SC not reach out to that fellow last year? <laughs> <laughs> did, somebody, did somebody knock on that door and put a bug in his ear? Maybe. Listen, at, at, at this moment, Lincoln Riley done lied so much, anything is possible. Uh-huh. You ain't lying. That man don't even know what the truth is yet. <laughs> That's true. He done lied so much. 
he probably got caught up in a web of lies of his own. He's like, what really happened was this, this. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's a lie, too. Hold on. Let me think about it. (laughs) Yeah, he's got caught up in a network of lies that he himself forgets about. He probably lies when he's meaning to tell the truth. He's lying so much. Yeah. You lying. He lied on accident. He looked like he was lost in that press conference. I mean, like. Dude, you got the band playing, and you got this woman president or whatever she is yapping her jaw, and you know you could just look at his face, and you know he just had like this look of what am I, what have I done? I mean, instant regret. Probably looked like a he looked like a cockroach on the floor of a restaurant. Like you know he's out of he just oh man yeah Jimmy man that was his that was his theme music man dude he didn't look comfortable at all though he's he's running from the SEC. I mean, I guess one of his one of his lies is that uh, he likes the uh, small town feel. Well, I mean, you went to the wrong place, buddy. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, he's gonna be so uncomfortable because the spotlight is always the cameras. It's always gonna be rolling there, man. Yeah, there's not gonna be a dull or a down moment for him uh, concerning uh, USC football, man. Uh, I don't know how. Given how great he had it here, I don't know how he's gonna fare with that portion of it. I mean, because you, it, like I said, it's Hollywood, man. Lights, camera, action. What if, what if, what if next year he goes two, two and, you know, what two and eight or two and nine or something like that? Yeah, well, what, and that, that, what if that happens at USC? That's that's what I was saying earlier. I mean, you know, Helton was forty six and twenty four. You know his recruits are going to matter a lot because you know what's he going to what's Riley going to do when he if he goes forty six and twenty four is or, is uh-huh. that not going to be good enough for him? I mean, Man, if, he, gonna... if he if he listen if he <laughs> if he pulls a losing season in his first season, I bet that private jet ain't going to have no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're saying hey, they're saying that six million dollar house that he's supposed to be getting. Hey, it's taking a little time to get it fixed. We're still work, waiting for the uh, exactly. uh to come in. Hey man, let me. Hey, I need to use this private jet. Hey, it ain't got no gas. No. <laughs> hey, my, my, is my house ready? No, nah, man. They still have the material out there in that freaking uh, on those boats out in the ocean. What? They're still waiting to be sent, sent in. You're gonna have to wait a little longer. Tell them to go commute from Norman because he he got a spot in Norman. Tell them to make the commute. No, I mean, then they then they buy it for him. They pay yeah, they bought both of his houses for five hundred thousand dollars asking price. Over was it over the over over yeah that's so you got an extra million out of it. So yeah, he's that extra. So they pretty much gave him the Nick Saban treatment. No, hundred percent. He having, better go win for having never won a uh, playoff. playoff game up to you know to date and getting blown out in them. By the way, exactly. Can you imagine what that does for USC though? Uh, four out of five years, five five out of five in the talk every year, possibly, and then you know getting to. Uh, a, a, a championship game, getting to a semifinal, or, or you know, what can you imagine what that does to to, to USC? Mm-hmm. They're about like, to find out. I think it'd be it'd be it'd be huge. They're definitely about to find out. Yeah, yep. but if you look, but if you look at, I mean, if you look at at in the Pac-12, he, you know, him being at USC, you know, Oregon, Oregon, and um, 
Utah, I mean, to me, I would think year over year, that's that's better than Baylor and OSU. I mean, consistently. And don't, year, don't forget Stanford was down this year. Right. I mean. Arizona I, State is on a rise. I just, I just think he's yeah. going to. Again, he's he's got to get out there and he's got to score a lot of points, which is, I get it's what he likes. But yeah. UCLA is on the up and up, so we'll UCLA see. UCLA is a, yep, another team. Yep. Yeah, that's not a team that's always down. I mean, they have really good years too. Uh-huh. Chip Kelly might be out of there though. Yeah, they might be trying to get rid of him. <laughs> so. Anything else, guys? We've been on for two and fifteen. That's plenty of time right there. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna to chop this up, but just give it to give it to him raw, man. Give it to him raw, dude. Him I, Tony, I think I think one thing we need to do is something we did in the past. You know, we we used to we used to get together every once in a while, man. We'd go out bowling, or we'd do. I mean, we did. We just try to do something like that. You know, at least once a year, just get everybody mm-hmm. together. I'm down with it, and, man. Yeah, I'm always down with that. I mean, down with it. Go out, go out and tear balling up in bowling. Uh, come on now. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, talk about it. we'll talk about it offline. Uh, we don't want to draw the audience into that. Uh, we Again, we've been on for two hours and 15. That's plenty long. Right. Uh, did we cover everything as far as the OU situation, coaching carousel, uh, debacle? As much as we can. Situation. Yeah. I don't know what you want to call it. Whatever it is. I think we bashed Riley you know, good and uh, plenty. Bashing, bashing real good. We'll just see how it goes tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Best of luck to yeah, him. Yeah. It's just, oh yeah. I mean, I it's nothing him. against him. It's the way exactly. he handled it's the situation. The just exactly. the way he left. Yeah. He knew full well what Kerry Murdoch was asking him. Yep. He knew he was asking him, "Are you, Are you staying? staying?" Yeah. And he. <laughs> I'm not going to be the coach at LSU. He shut him down on purpose. He shut him down on purpose. He did not want him touching that dialogue about are you saying? Smoke and mirrors, what you call that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a smoke screen. He did not want him touching that particular conversation because he didn't want to have to deal with it for, for, you know, for obvious reasons. So that's it for me. That's it for y'all. Yep. Um, I'm not going to say that this is our last episode because there's just too much content still hanging in the balance. 100%. We may be back next week. We may not. But until then, we out. Peace. See you guys. Peace. All right, Jennifer.